Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Metroplex. Got the entire crew back together again. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt here on DFW Sports Station. New look on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. So props to the web department. It's lovely. Good job, Carter. Was that Carter? I think so. Carter, and uh, as Peyton said, I think it was Carter with the help of corporate. He did the uh, Super Bowl recap video as well. Yeah, yeah he was the- there. Very cool. He flew all the way out there. I thought that was a, just for that. I thought that was a good bit. Yeah. Misrepresentation, <laughs> uh, not accurate in the piece. Go check it out at 1053thefan.com. As yesterday, a Cowboy draft rumor blew up RJ Choppy that they have some interest in CJ Stroud. Sean, the moments, the time between the end of the Super Bowl and the start of the new league year is my least favorite time of the year in sports because the NFL media just makes us up. That's what they do here. This is a made-up story. This is fake. This is not true. (laughs) Now, it may be true that they are intrigued by C.J. Stroud, but it is not true that, as one article says, Cowboys may be eyeing potential Dak replacements. They're not eyeing a Dak Prescott replacement. They're not going to trade up 24 spots to get C.J. Stroud. They would have to give up, what, three ones to go that far (laughs) to get C.J. Stroud? And that might not even do it? Like, so no. Uh, They, they, yes, they are intrigued by C.J. Stroud. Uh, They, they, this is a fake story. This is fake news. (laughs) They are, uh, they are not uh, eyeing Dak's replacement. The reason I wanted you to have the first minute or two on this is because I'm not sure if you trace the story. Oh, I know. I traced the story. You know who it came from? I, I, I know who it came from. <laughs> uh, but but and you still said that, those very harsh words with the report emanating from the one and only Mike Fisher. Fisher. But Mike Fisher did not create the report that the Cowboys are eyeing Dak's replacement. All he said was people in the building like C.J. Stroud. And then these other idiots. Oh, so you're not blaming Fish for this? Well, no, because that's factual. They like C.J. Stroud. Cool. Like, okay. you know, I mean, it, it was probably who was who won the Super Bowl in ninety. It was probably factual that the Green Bay Packers in 1998 liked Peyton Manning, but they weren't going to trade up for him. But they liked him, right? Okay, and it's probably factual that the New England Patriots liked Andrew Luck in 2010. This yep. could, this is going to make a lot of Cowboy fans happy, especially on the truckwreck.com text line. Going to make a lot of people happy. Oh, yeah, for sure. To hear uh, about interest in a potential Dak Prescott replacement. Bobby, when you first saw this, you what? Laughed. Like, because I mean, it's the same as saying, like, 
it, like Chop's saying, it's one of those where the Cowboys, I'm trying to think of a, a good one in recent years, the Cowboys liked Josh Allen. They did in 2017. They liked yeah. Josh Allen. They were not going to go up and trade for Josh Allen. Josh Allen probably could have been sitting there on the board in front of them. They weren't going to take Josh Allen. They, You remember everybody freaked out during the first COVID draft 2020 because they had a Zoom meeting with Jalen Hurts. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. It's like, like, guys, they talked to a lot of people that they have no intention of ever drafting. Yeah, and like, so them being intrigued by him or, or whatever the word was, okay, I believe it. I believe they think, hey, C.J. Stroud's a good player. They're, that has zero factor with what they're doing at quarterback. If if they had, if this same thing had said that they were intrigued by, I don't know, like uh, give me a quarterback that will be available at where they pick. You know, Anthony Richardson? Mm, yeah, maybe Anthony Richardson. Tanner McKee from Stanford. Sure. Now, they said something like that. Hendon Hooker. Then I can think. Then I can, okay, I buy this. I can yeah. buy that. You can't buy that. You know they're going to trade up for C.J. Stroud. He'll be gone twenty picks before they even think about who they're going to draft. They so, may not even be in the war room when he is picked. Someone in the building either wanted this out there or Fish decided to get a lot of clicks off of this. Why are you smiling? You think Fish is, uh, <laughs> think he would do that? He click searching? I mean, 171,000 unique views a day. <laughs> I know. I, 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 10 cents a day, Chop. for 10 cents a day. Uh, you, you have all the Mavericks content you want. Yeah. And Falcons and, and, and Commanders and, and Atlanta Braves. Somebody knew what this tweet or headline would produce in terms of Mike Florio and all the different articles. If you just Google CJ Stroud, it's all Dallas Cowboys. So somebody knew what this was going to do. It was either the team or it was... The one and only. One uh, of the two things. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be either. I mean, somebody could have, because I don't remember how, how Fish described it. Intrigued. No, but I don't remember how Fish described the source. If he called it a league source or, or something along those mm. lines. Because that's the thing. You can hear that maybe from an agent. You could hear that from somebody at another football team. Like, hey, I've uh, yeah, I know. I've heard they, they like Stroud in Dallas. They're intrigued by him. Like, you can hear that from places outside of Dallas and still use them as a source. The and source so, said, I don't know the how, but Dallas is absolutely intrigued by Stroud. So, I mean, that could that could be an yeah. agent. That could yeah. be somebody within the Cowboys. That could be somebody who works for another team that has just runs in those circles and hears about it. And so, I, I don't doubt that they are intrigued by his skill set. And as they build their board and talk about guys, look, they will... They rank guys they have zero chance at. I know they love Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle. They're not picking Jalen Carter. He will be nowhere near there. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we can write that story too. Cowboys intrigued by Jalen Carter. DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins is going to get traded. Now, he you know, Cowboy fans want him. I know they want him. The cap hit for him, though, and how's this going to work, Bobby? Because his cap hit this year is $30 million. But yeah. how would that work in a trade? You would have to probably come to some sort of a grid. You remember when uh, Washington traded for Alex Smith and Alex Smith's number was going to be massive and they had to come to an agreement on what his deal would be in the process of making the trade? I think it'd have to be something like that, which, I mean, knowing the way DeAndre Hopkins is, and the way he believes in himself, I would have a hard time believing he'd agree to that. I think he'd be like, nope, cut me, and then I'll go pick where I'm going to go. Um, and so, but I mean, you could, you could absolutely trade him if you were Arizona, you just wouldn't get like the say, I, I mean, you'd get similar savings with a trade versus a cut, 
it's just for the team that's trading for him, you're you're having to take on a decent amount of money. Why would Arizona trade him? You got a win now quarterback. You just came off a disappointing yeah. year. He's 30 years old. Why are you trading DeAndre Hopkins? You gonna take a step or two backwards? Well, he would want to be out. I think is the is the thing. Plus, his contract, his no trade, and his no trade was voided by his suspension. Yeah, so oh. that's part of why I think Arizona would want to be done with him is that he's not the player that he once was. I mean, he's still a good receiver, but he is not the top of the receiver chart anymore. What's his nickname? Nuke. Uh, yeah, Nuke. he's no Nuke longer Nuke, Nuke yeah, which is still Nuke. a weird nickname. It's because he liked the the. It was the name of the pacifier brand he had as a kid, and he wouldn't get rid of it, and so they nicknamed him the pacifier brand. But oh wow, he's gone. He's not the same player that he once was, and I think similarly, you remember how the Cowboys soured on Lyell for how he handled the suspension and things like. I think there's a factor there with Hopkins. The fact that he got suspended, the fact that they were without him the first six weeks, yeah. I think it broke trust in the building, and they're ready to move on. I saw, you know, Chiefs fans get all worked up because D-Hop said Mahomes is different, so they were going yeah. crazy in Kansas City, and then what, you saw Cowboy fans liking it? Yeah, I mean, there was Cowboy fans that wanted, you know, that, that, that liked the idea of DeAndre Hopkins to come here, and, and I mean, why wouldn't they? I get it, uh, but... Draft pick. I mean, he's here right now. Uh, who? He's in town. Oh, I oh. thought you meant he's on the roster. No. Oh, he's, he's right working now. out with he's Dez? Down. He's working out with Dez. Out at, uh, he's been, uh, I don't know where he was at. I think they were in, I mean, somebody just uh, here on the Fantex said 972. I saw DeAndre Hopkins this weekend in South Lake. Whoa. But he, he, he has right. been in town because I know he has been working with Dez. Okay. So D-Hop working with Dez, but. House f- shopping, I think, probably. He feel- <laughs> in South Lake, RJ, you could give him the tour? I, well, I mean, not quite South Lake. Oh, South I, mean, Lake. I know my way around there quite well. I could give the tour, maybe. I looked at houses there maybe two well, years ago. Man, they got some monsters out there. That's where you need to move, man. Dude, it's uh, that's way where, too freaking. That's where a lot of the athletes live, is South Lake. Or, or West Lake. Okay. Well. I'm just saying. They're, what's their drive to Frisco from South Lake? About the same as here. As here. Uh, like it's, about, it's, it's, probably, like it's probably half hour. Yeah, Southern to Frisco is about the same as Southern to here. Yeah. A little too far, in my opinion. Schools, okay. man. It's about the schools. It's not about the drive to work. You got to get your resale. So you're the one crying over over winter days. Like, you're so desperate to stay home. So, I think it is about the... And then the gas bill every single week that you deal with. I deal with it. Yep. I deal with it. But, you know. I, I, you know, the, uh, the winter days, that's... If I was 10 minutes away, I'd be saying the same thing. Ooh. I'm not getting on the roads like that for work. Uh, so, DeAndre Hopkins, he's still... You know, feels like a a missing final over the top piece. I know you're saying he's not as good anymore, but goes to a team like the Chiefs, and we're all petrified. Oh yeah, coming sure. here, I moved the Cowboys up in terms of contender status, no doubt about it. So, what's going to happen with DeAndre Hopkins? By the way, today is the first day that players can be franchise tagged. So, the franchise tag window opens. It closes on March 7th. You have a final thing on this? Uh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, there is, it's it's not just the no trade clause voided because of that. His guaranteed money uh, last year was voided because of that. I, I mean, he's something. He's somebody that the what Dallas would be taking on is basically just his base salary if they were to make a trade. So they'd take on $19 million this year, fourteen next year. The place in the NFC West to go searching for, I was trying to think of like an American picker show or something that I've watched recently. Hmm. Uh, where people go in the garages. The Bible. With the options. 
That's not garbage. Bobby. No, you just said wow. you're trying to think of a show where they go into a garage. I don't know. I was just wondering if there are any garages. All the garages in, uh, in, in the Bible. All the garages, yeah. All the garages like your in Revelation. Your connection, your analogy just was really stupid and insensitive. Anyway, uh, to those that aren't as devout. Uh, I'm the most devout of the three here. Jalen Ramsey. Uh-huh. This is the place to go picking. Los Angeles for the Rams. Let's go. Let's go pick at that pile. As Jalen Ramsey was basically saying the other day, I, you know, I, 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 maybe I'm traded. I'm not going to be cut. Maybe I'm traded. Jalen Ramsey or DeAndre Hopkins, if you had to give up the capital, first round pick or whatever it would cost for the Cowboys. Oh, and who slipped more? Like who is in their prime? Still, Ramsey. So this is interesting because Chop, we talked about this on Thursday. I think. I think we talked about it while you were at. Just in general, the chatter about Ramsey could get traded, and we weren't sure where he's at. I did. Uh, so I did some looking up over the weekend on where Ramsey's at. I watched uh, like some of his tape from this past year and stuff like that. He's. You did watch. Mm-hmm. He's still good, dude. His PFF or BFF, Bobby would call it. Yeah, mine would not be 86. 86.4. No, my BFF after watching him would maybe be about mm, 75. Okay. He's, he's still good. He's getting burned a lot more than he used to. Um, but, I mean, he's he's getting up near 30, and I know that's the magic age for Chop. Where yeah, unless, unless it's a girlfriend, he doesn't want a 30-year-old. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, she's 33. Hey, uh, he's, Robert. he's 28. No, I know, but he's getting yeah. close. He'll be 29 this season. So, I yeah, mean, he's, 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 yeah. he's right up there. This will be his age 29 season. So, he allowed his, the ninth most receptions and the fifth most receiving yards, the third highest passer rating when targeted in the NFL this year. Ooh. He allowed five touchdowns. That number equals the total uh, that he has allowed. Dang it. Why did this thing do this? Oh, hang on. There we go. I thought it was going to charge me. A, it was one of those things that came out, those pop-up windows that came up and thought it was going to charge me. Uh, he also, uh, that number equal the total he has allowed as a Ram. All those pair with just one interception, not shut down corner rankings. Uh, the following, the previous year, he was tied for eighth with receptions allowed, only allowed the 24th most yards and the fifth best passer rating. Um, so, like, he allowed 37 yards in the regular season the previous year, and then he got torched to the Super Bowl, and then he has basically... Carried that over into this past season. How much more were they on the field, too, this year with that offense? Quite a bit, I assume. Had to be a ton. So, Jalen Ramsey, DeAndre Hopkins, some big names floating around. And I saw a report that Byron Jones, old Byron Jones, is expected to be a salary cap casualty. The Dolphins can save 13.5 mil in cap space with a release, with a June 1 designation release. And then I saw the last line. Byron Jones has four career interceptions. I saw that. <laughs> now, we've de- we've defended that low, low total, but for it still to be at four, that's that's a bit low. Yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't jump routes. He just you know stays in front of his man, just coverage. He's a coverage guy. He does not jump routes. And that's fine. I'm cool with that. Well, we don't know how. He's 30. Yes. Okay? And he, yeah, he will and- be 31 at the start of the season. Yeah. But, I mean, he's still a... 31-year-old Byron Jones, if he's released and he's willing to come here for a reasonable amount, if you're telling, and I think he could get more than this, but if you're telling me, hey, $6 million for Anthony Brown or $6 million for Byron Jones, I'd pay Byron Jones. Byron Jones is still a better player, even though he's older, and I trust his mentals more than I trust Anthony Brown's at this point. May need Byron and Ramsey if you listen to Brian Broaddus. As I saw the clip from the fan account, we're Broaddus predicting 
that this uh, Trayvon Diggs negotiation could start off ugly. There's going to be a line in the sand, and the Cowboys may view him as, yeah, you're good. And Trayvon's going to say, you're going to pay me as great. And how it could get ugly. I heard Broda saying that on G Bag. You, you're not. You can't pay. You can't pay a twenty million dollar corner and a thirty million dollar edge rusher, and a twenty five million dollar receiver, and a potentially forty five million dollar quarterback, and eleven million dollar running back. Once you franchise uh, Tony Pollard, oh, dear God. inside the star here on DFW Sports Station, dear God. Uh, what about LeBron trying to steal Kyrie? Um, and you're a Mavs homer if you don't think. This was anything that just happened at the All-Star break. LeBron, Lakers already trying to steal Luca's partner next. I'm worried about the guy holding the other guy. Some boy, he going to go down. Oh, that's a 50. That's a 50. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, I got to see if he hit the backboard. You know who that was. The big winner from the All-Star Weekend, Mac McClung. What did you guys have to say about him? Or the, well, just about him in the dunk contest, as I assume a lot of people were not on the mm-hmm. roads yesterday and enjoying their day off like me. Uh, I think basically the, the crux of it was, it was it's a sad state of affairs of the NBA where a guy who got his hair cut at great clips before the game <laughs> oh, won, the, won the dunk contest. Careful, great clips is going to like send somebody up here to cut our hair if they hear it. Uh, you know, I take my kids there. <laughs> I think it's a perfect place for a 12, 13-year-old. Great clips or sports clips? There's... There's both. It's okay. There's both. both. Yeah, man, I love that the look of this guy went out there and won this thing. I know. And he look. He does not even look six two. He doesn't look like an athlete. Well, I mean, he does, but you know what I mean. It's like he's got like the the. He's a little small six two white kid, dorky hair, and yeah, who went out there and what an amazing story. Fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Good for him. But. When I first saw he was going to be included, that's what I tweeted. Sad state of affairs mm-hmm. that the NBA has to go to these links. It, it is sad. It is. I mean, they, they have, there are four guys in this thing. 
The only one I know is Kenyon Martin Jr. because of Kenyon Martin Sr. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. Shaq. Yeah. He I, was on the TNT pregame and he's like, Shaq, I heard you doubt my son. You want to put something on it? And Shaq was like, What? Like, are you talking to me about betting money? And Kenyon's like, Yeah, let's lay down something. It was like a Bobby Belt, Sean Sharif encounter, and I'm Shaq. And I was like, or Shaq was like, Fine, hundred. And the internet has tried to figure out, was that 100 bucks? 100 bucks or 100 grand? Or 100 K. <laughs> I know, right? So Shaq's like, 100. And then he goes, 100. Like, I want to hear you commit. I want to hear you. So, betting Shaq? Now, Kenyon Martin should have he a ton of money should have some cash. himself, but he ain't got Shaq money. No, no, he doesn't. I mean, a lot of, no, most people don't have Shaq money. But, like, yeah, like, Mac McClung was the guy I had heard of the most from his days at Georgetown and then Texas Tech. Like he was, he was a tremendous college basketball player. You know, there was uh, the best dunk was obviously the first one he did, and I, I think the commentators at some point were saying like, "Hey, you know that should have been that should have been like a final round dunk." I disagree because I, I would have been able to tell if he did as a final round watching the other dunks. I would have been like, "Oh, he's gonna make this," because seriously watching him line up for this, I was like, "He is gonna hit the top of that second guy's head." Because he was jumping over the the guy on top of somebody's shoulders. I was like... The first one was which one? The one where he jumped over, touched the backboard, and then dunked it. Oh, I didn't think that was the best one. That was when he had the guy in the shoulder. I thought... Yeah. that Jumping over two guys, I was convinced. I was like, he's going to about groin level hit the back of that guy's head, fall forward, smack his teeth into the rim. Yeah. And this is going to be a bloody disaster, literally. And it's going to be awful. And so when he came through with that, I was like... Dear Lord. And then he comes through with like the 360s no, the and the five, 540. I thought the 540 was the best. That was good. Just because uh, I don't think, I personally don't get, have, have enough appreciation just for someone jumping over someone. Yeah. But when you see him twirling and spinning in the air, to me, that's more eye-catching. It, it is. It is It is more eye-catching. But the fact that he executed them on the first one, too, I agree that's with you. Sha- Shaq's very big on that. It sucks the air out of the whole thing. It does. I don't even remember Dominique and Jordan. If they even missed on their first times, it just felt like they didn't because, again, everything back in the in the, in the day is better. But the fact that he executed <laughs> what? No, it's just like that, that's that's the mentality. Everything back in the day is better. Yeah. Uh, Jordan did miss, by the way. He missed the free throw line dunk the first time. Did he? Mm-hmm. Overrated. I, back then, I don't <laughs> think they allowed you a second go. No, they he did. He missed the free throw line on the first time. The second time, his foot was on the line or past the they line. They must have. We have the free throw line dunk highlight. Right, I'm they saying. I think, Bob, I think. I think. I think. Bobby's thinking of a different year. Oh. I think Bobby's wrong. I think Bob, Bobby wasn't alive. I think I'm okay. He said it with confidence. I'm going to trust Bobby on that. Bobby we'll wasn't see. alive. We'll see. Because uh, I know you know Neek missed the dunk and he got like penalized for it. But whatever. Maybe you get docked. Who knows? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. See the thing with the five four. I wasn't that impressed because half of his spin was after the dunk was made. So you can't count that. You can't count that spin, right? I can't count that. Carmelone did. Carmelone counts a lot of things. He also counts thirteen-year-olds as eighteen-year-olds. Oh. Okay, so uh, you know I threw that up. That was Stockton and Malone right there. That was a throwdown. Uh, McClung's two NBA games played the fewest by any player to win a dunk contest. That's crazy. Joins Spud as the only player six-two or shorter with three fifties in a single contest. First seventy-sixer to win the dunk or three-point. Contest. There is no way he's 6'2", by the way. Right? His, his listed height, zero chance. Like, when you watch him stand around next to those guys, and I understand there's a little bit of the, these are tall NBA players. Yeah. And so, that guy, he's got to be six max. There's no way. And just the way he, like, got up there, the athleticism, even, like, you know, the uh, the double pump reverse one, he was 
he was fantastic and i do think it's when they talk about it save the dunk contest when i first heard them saying that i was like okay yeah how does it save the dunk contest? it saved it for the night but i kind it has the potential to save the dunk contest the more i thought about it because it's like this gives the nba the blueprint of like hey this will get people to watch just get like some of these if the if the stars are not going to get involved, don't just get me some rando yep. from a team who's a backup. Open get it these up guys to the street. who are elite dunkers. Open get it them. up to the street and give out cash prizes. To the street for real, yep. and I'll watch. I'm with you because those guys would be more impressive uh, than these NBA players who don't want to be in it. Who don't want to be in it. And Stephen A. Smith blamed one person for the downfall of the dunk contest. He may be right. Dr. J. Julius Irvin participated. Ultimately, Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan. I know the Spud Webbs and the Nate Robinsons and Andre Iguodala's and others infiltrated the proceedings over the years. But Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins participated in it. Okay, Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, participated in it. Vince Carter, the Vince Carter, that brother, maybe the best in-game dunker we've ever seen. That brother participated in the contest in 2000, put on an absolute show. Tracy McGrady participated in the slam dunk contest. We saw Zach Levine. We saw Aaron Gordon and all of these guys. LeBron James, who loves doing slam dunk shows on the layup lines, who didn't mind throwing down a few dunks yesterday, has never participated in the slam dunk contest. See, we get caught up and we think about Jordan and, and Dominique and all of these guys and they just did it so they could show off their dunking skills. They didn't do it because of that. They did it because they knew there was an audience out there clamoring for it. Well, I don't think he's wrong. I don't, I don't think he's wrong. Uh, the players today saw that LeBron never did it, and they're like, okay, well, you know, he didn't have to do it. I think LeBron I think LeBron didn't do it for the wrong reasons. I think he didn't do it because he didn't. He couldn't take a loss. He couldn't take and risk the chance that he loses. It had nothing to do with injury. It had everything to do with Downside. what if he loses. Brian Windhorst talked about this. A LeBron insider from the Cleveland days. He's so damn good. Good Lord. Uh, I can just listen to him talk hoops nonstop. So he said LeBron's rookie year. No, LeBron high school contest. He Remember they they televised the high school dunk contest with yeah. LeBron? He ended up winning it, but a lot of people felt like he shouldn't have won it. He had like the hometown cooking, and it was being put on TV because of LeBron, but he wasn't that great at it, number one. Number two, Sprite... Um, well, LeBron was not named to the All-Star team his rookie year. And LeBron was apparently furious over that. And he told the NBA, fine, y'all not going to name me? Then I'm not going to participate. He was ticked that he was not an All-Star. And Sprite had the sponsorship with LeBron, and they were, like, offering him crazy incentives, dying for him to be in it. And he told Sprite no, and he told the NBA no. So the downside to losing, he wasn't that great at it, in his high school competition and um, being spurned or burned or bitter over not being named an all-star, Windhorse said contributed to him not participating early on. So I found that interesting. That is, that is interesting. It's a miss on his part. He has an obligation uh, as an NBA player to to do that at once. Every home run hitter in baseball has an obligation at least once to do the home run derby. They've got an obligation. To Much more to, to lose, I think, if you're LeBron in that versus the home run derby. We, we'll, we'll remember and make fun of him if he was kind of weak versus, you know, uh, Aaron Judge having a bad round. In my opinion, the optics of it, we, we would remember more.
I think. Probably. Maybe, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, didn't A-Rod, I think A-Rod had an awful showing. Like, he had, like, one home run. And we just mocked him mercilessly <laughs> for it. Like, Giancarlo Stanton did the same thing. He had, like, a, like a two-home run day. All home right. Run derby. Awful. Just awful home showings. Now, let's move on to the recruitment. And only the A&M Mavs fans, uh, A&M Mavs fans would act like this was absolutely nothing. I was watching the All-Star draft as LeBron made Kyrie Irving his first selection. Listen to the over-the-top effusive praise that LeBron puts on Kyrie when he was asked why he chose him first. No, it's always great to team back up with Kyrie. Um, Obviously, you guys know how I feel about him, both uh, on the court and off the court. So um, it's always good to see him. Uh, You know, I'm very proud of him, very proud of the man that he's, uh, you know, becoming his life right now. And so... (laughs) Um, you know, All-Star Weekend is, is always great to get an opportunity to be around the guys that you watch play, that you admire play, that you compete against, but that you just love, you know, the way they play the game of basketball, you know, so tonight was another uh, instance. Wow. What praise. And if you don't think that is planned, if you don't think the seeds were just being put down, you're fooling yourself. Windhorse also pointed this out. There was a year where LeBron chose only guys who were pending free agents. Mm-hmm. That's it. Either who's his uh, agent? Is it Rich Hill? Paul? Right. Rich e- Paul. E- either Rich Paul, LeBron guys, or potential free agents. Now Tolo came back and said, "Oh, that's fine if that is coming from LeBron's end. Kyrie's not going to fall for that." You don't know what impacts these guys with their fragile egos. Anything can cause them to demand a trade out. So don't think that. Their egos are above being kissed up to and patted on the back like LeBron just did to Irving. I do love because, you know, you talk about that. Like, LeBron's very calculated and orchestrating those sorts of things. The question that led into that answer from LeBron, I I don't know who asked it, but the question was something to the effect of, you know, LeBron, uh, you got to pick Kyrie tonight, get to pick your team. It's obviously, you know, not the norm to be able to pick your teammates. I'm like, why are you saying this to LeBron? LeBron has routinely driven people yeah. out, traded for be- LeBron has been a GM for 15 years. He always picks his teammates. Yeah. I uh, I looked at it like this. Now, that 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 is big, but that is not, I don't think. I mean, I'm not saying it's yeah. huge, but it was planned. There's that, a re- it, was, it was purposeful. Yes, for sure. I think the bigger... I think the other the, the 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 one player that really he showed to the world that he wants was his real first overall pick, which was Anthony Edwards. That was the first pick of the draft for him because they did the reserves first because they didn't want somebody to get picked last. Did yeah. they do the reserves first? They yes. did the reserves first, so nobody got picked last. Sean, <laughs> okay, it's that's like your kids' have, middle school. That's class. what they've come to in, in, the, in the NBA. Is that somebody, <laughs> one of these multi-millionaires, doesn't have the ability to get picked last and be able to handle it? So he took Anthony Edwards, who has another year left on his on his rookie deal, and that is the one. That is the player. That's the chosen one. That is the guy that he is going after. That he. Anthony no one's going to want to play with Anthony Edwards after Anthony Edwards put everyone on blast for load management. Good for him, by the way. Is another star quarterback going to the broadcast booth and someone in the XFL taking shots at Tony Romo? That's next for the 6 a.m. club with Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan. Got the morning crew back together again. Glad you're joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed your day off. For those that had it, Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy. Selling a little... 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. And Bobby Bell on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. How about a little update on the playmaker, Michael Irvin? I did reach out to Mike late last week. Hey, all good. Just want to check in. And I did not hear back. So uh, I would guess he's that a gag order. he's been put on gag order from his attorneys. But Mike Florio, former attorney, did write on Pro Football Talk that Michael is racking up early wins in his lawsuit against Marriott. So from a legal perspective, Florio is saying it's looking good for Mike. He came out very aggressive, probably should not have talked to a certain morning show, maybe, while we were out there in Arizona. But this is the way that we want to see innocent people act, right? We always say this. If you're being accused of something, I'm just not going to be dead quiet. I can't comment for legal reasons. No, I'm going to come out and say this is absolute BS, and here's why I'm innocent, and I'm going to prove it. And Michael came out aggressively with a $100 million lawsuit against the Marriott. 
Uh, a Texas judge doesn't seem to be playing around. Texas judge said, y'all better release the videos. Any usable video evidence needs to be turned over, and let's start uncovering this thing. And it's moving at a rapid rate, according to Florio. And Michael Irvin is winning early from a legal perspective. Yeah, he's getting the the video. And the Marriott must identify the name of the employee. Right, which he has a right to know as accuser. Um, Now, they should not release that to the public. And I don't think they will. Uh, But they absolutely have to release that to him. And the Marriott also must disclose the NFL Network employee to whom the report was given. Okay, I read that differently. I read that. Diff- I read that as the the Michael must the NFL Network must turn over any complaints against Michael. Now you read that, Bobby. That's not the I, way I'm reading it. It says Marriott must also disclose the NFL Network employee to whom the report was made, not Michael's rap sheet. Yeah, because so that sounds like whoever made the report like complained. Not to police or whatever, initially complained directly to somebody at the network, and the network then had to handle it. So I'm guessing whoever the contact was that got them placed in the hotel, they have to disclose. All right, who did you who did you file that with? Which that's interesting. I don't know why that wouldn't already be known within the proceedings. So that's how it's looking early on. Have you heard from uh, Mike? I've not. Okay. I'm not tried though either. Yeah, and uh, his Wednesday appearances with us technically ran out when the football season ended. So. He's probably, and probably for the best for him, uh, going into a little bit of a interview hiding. He has been posting IG stories at some of his uh, public events. I know you touched on this yesterday, Peyton, but I didn't hear it, and I'd like to. I saw you posting tailgating videos in Arlington. That's right, and uh, you'll be proud of me, Sean. I was no on a grill duty. You were. I brought my, uh, I think the brand is Smoky Hollow Grill. You it's brought a-, a grill out there to tailgate? Propane and everything. Well done. What'd you guys cook? Uh, just burgers. Okay. Just kept it, kept, kept it simple. You know, we were worried about the drinks and stuff mainly. We just need some snacks. So everyone got two burgers apiece. Threw cheese on there, toasted the buns. I, I seasoned the burgers too. I didn't forget the seasoning. Well done. With what? Uh, just salt and pepper. Okay. Sea salt and pepper. Good job, Pepe. But so, everyone liked it. So your crew, you all decided how far in advance we're going to get Renegade tickets. Uh, it was probably a week out, but we didn't buy the tickets until Thursday. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm the leader of the group. So I buy the tickets, but I have to make sure everyone's down to go. Because I've done it before. Well, I'll buy seven or eight tickets, and some guy goes, I can't make it. This I can't make it. And so then I'm stuck, you know, holding up a fee. They better repay you. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I send the Venmo and stuff, and they go, ah, you know, I, I didn't go. I didn't go. And I go, okay, you know, right. now you're out of the friend group. So you took the lead for how many? <laughs> Uh, this was six, me and five others. What made you interested in going? Uh, well, I'd never been. I didn't get to go back in 2020. Uh, my other friends had gone, um, and I really wanted to go. We wanted to go, and it was just, uh, you know, go get drunk at a tailgate and then go inside and uh, cheer on some football players that we have no idea who they are. <laughs> but we got to see The Rock. We got to see The Rock. That was amazing. There you thing. go. Oh, Tolo Terrence the- took a picture with The Rock, too. I was very jealous of that. So, attendance-wise, how full the entertainment level. Well, so they take did out. Did you get the recognized? Whole... No, I didn't. Did not. one person recognize you in Arlington? No one did. Oh, and, and I wanted to go up to the rock and stuff and you know get like quick interview and stuff and stuff, but I thought he would Sean Payton me. Were you close enough to him? No, I wasn't. Okay. But 
Yeah. It, it was the thought that counts. And the know? crowd atmosphere? Yeah, well, they take off the, because it's, uh, you know, Choctaw Stadium, the old Rangers ballpark. So they take off all the upper, the you know, third decks um, area. And so it was, it was all lower bowl and stuff. It was more than half full, but it wasn't max capacity. But I mean, it was loud. It was loud. A lot of, a lot of drunk people in the stands just cheering on a bunch of minor league football players, basically. Did, and they got the win. Did you notice the big party foul that, that he committed? No. Bobby and I it's both. not a foul. Yeah. He wore a Zeke jersey. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. I What's didn't even notice that? that. It's a football jersey at a football game. It's, I don't. It's, it's not, you, if it's you like, oh, we're going to Rangers Yankees. Let me put on uh, my Matt Olson jersey. Well, what jersey should he have worn? Either none no or a Renegades one. Like, you don't have a to Renegades wear a jersey. If you went to a Cowboys. Uh, Renegades one may be gone faster than Zeke. It's, it's people who don't care that watch the game. That's the thing. That is, I don't care, so I'm just going to wear what I want. See, I think you're just you're taking this. Uh, you're, you're and he's to, still a current cowboy. I mean, I, I saw Romo jerseys out you, there, and Des Bryant jerseys. He's, saw, right no. now, he's still and a you know current what? cowboy. Don't try to copy the people wearing Des Bryant jerseys and other cowboy jerseys. You you don't wear a jersey of a team not playing in the game. If he would game bu- you're going to. It's it's different when it's minor league. I think, mm-hmm. uh, like. You can go out to, well, I guess the you Rangers. You can go to a Rough Riders game wearing a Rangers jersey because it's the same organization. Yeah. If he would have, I would have given him more crap if he bought a Renegades jersey. I would have given him a lot of crap. Which, which is more acceptable because Peyton was trying to defend himself with this. He said there were Bobby Boucher jerseys there. I think a Bobby Boucher Waterboy jersey is <laughs> more acceptable. Is more acceptable. They're, they're Fictional both, characters. Well, they're both fake football. I support so that's it. That's why it's more acceptable. I support it because you're not going to have many days left where you can wear the Zeke <laughs> one. You're not going to have many that's days I've had left. It for six years, you know. Sports Business Journal, by the way, said uh, 12,047 people at the game. 12,000? Yeah. Okay. It's like a Mavs game. I, I think I already know like 18. RJ's answer, but you have any interest in this? How much I'm, will you I'm, watch? I, I, I watched a little bit of it over the weekend. I'm interested to see more than the actual football. I'm interested to see the execution of certain rules, like the fourth and 15 instead of the onside kick, the way they do the What are the rules? What are the different rules? Uh, I don't even know what you just said. So the fourth, <laughs> instead of an onside kick, the way you can, it's like what the AAF did, where instead of an onside uh, kick, you get fourth and 15 from your own 25. If you convert it, you continue the drive. I like that. Uh, I like that. I like the, the kickoffs, which are... The kickoff is from the 35, but the kick teams, you've got the returner back deep. You've got the special teams unit on the re- the receiving side of the field. So they're lined up. You've basically got the blockers on the 30 of that side of the field and the gunners and everything from the kicking team on the 35. They're five yards apart. As soon as the ball is caught, they're allowed to come together and block. So it's just five yards of collision. You're not getting the field long concussion concern collision. So if that works out, I'd be very interested in that because that could be a way to make kick returns relevant again in the NFL and also lessen the the danger of those impacts. Who's the best player in this league? Who's the most notable? Danucci. He can't. Josh Gordon. It's Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's in there. Danucci threw a touchdown to him. Same team too. <laughs> Someone got. I thought I saw Paxton Lynch got benched. He did already. He yeah. Did. He, he, did. Got, he got benched. God. <laughs> that Jerry's chosen what, what one might have been. And apparently. Uh, well, what it might have been, it would have been a disappointment. Yep. We saw it. Uh, apparently, someone in the XFL booth, an announcer, took a shot at Nine God. 35 more points in that overall hit. Also, by my math, you've got a Romo playing football in Texas in February. 
That's your co. That's your former coworker. That's Matt Barry. Yeah, Matt Barry. that's his former Monday coworker. Monday morning. I recognize that voice anywhere. <laughs> I don't even. I, I can't even listen to the words with Barry. Talks because I'm listening to the tone. What did he say? By oh. my math, that's a Romo playing fo- uh, football. football in Texas in February. That's a, it's a Super Bowl joke. It's a joke about Romo. Okay, there. there you go. So Matt Barry becoming Bobby's new favorite announcer. Matt Ryan about to become a new announcer. Is he? He is. That's that's the word. <laughs> Way to read Bobby's prep. Sorry. <laughs> well, why would you go to me for Bobby's story? <laughs> well, I was. Hoping that we were all familiar with the what topics. That's, that's the way you I, I like to be surprised. Shut up. By shut, up shut up. Shut up. I like to be surprised with stories. Stop. Stop. stop no, I'm stop. not going to stop. I like to be surprised That's a lazy, that's a lazy it's answer. Not, stop. I, if, if you, I'm not, it saves you from reading answer. for 30 minutes or 20 minutes. I already know. I, no one reads anything. I get it. Uh, but I like to be surprised. I Get do. out of here. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Per the New York Post. This is from Awful Announcing. Per the New York Post. Colts quarterback Matt Ryan is very interested in becoming a broadcaster if he retires from the NFL. The Post also mentions a pair of other future analysts that could complicate matters further for Ryan if he he does want to get in the booth. Sean McVay of the Rams, who we've all known about. And this one is interesting that I had not heard yet. Mike Tomlin? That if Tomlin were to retire, he would want to go into the booth. I have no interest in hearing Matt Ryan in the the booth. I've never heard him speak. I don't know what I mean. I, 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 I've never heard him speak. I've well, never heard Greg Olson. I was about to say, no. to be fair, wouldn't you have said I have no interest in Greg Olson in the booth? I'm sure I would have. I thought yeah. when Greg Olson was first night. Now, look, Greg Olson is not spectacular. He's just new and he's solid. There's nothing like Ooh. magical about Greg Olson. Wow. He's winning by default. Uh, he Romo, we're tired of. He's annoying. Uh, Collinsworth is arrogant. Uh, and Aikman, Aikman punts on fourth and one. Aikman, <laughs> Choppy still thinks he's old school. Uh, and Herb Street is a snooze. So I think Olsen is winning by default. But he's good. He's good. He's solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not spectacular. He's not great. His his splash on the scene was nothing like Romo's was. Um, and he's he's good. He's very, very solid. But I, we'll, we'll turn on him eventually, too. I, I think Matt Ryan, like, I mean, honestly, you're not a starting quarterback anymore. So if you're cool, if you're cool being a, I mean, maybe somebody would give him a shot, but he wouldn't, it wouldn't last very long. If you want to be a backup quarterback or a, I would guess analyst or backup quarterbacks, I think I'd like to see, I, I think there's some, we see with Olsen. I think Moose has always been a really good analyst. Yes. Like I would like to see, let's not just like be so committed to, it's got to be a quarterback getting into the That's booth. what I was going to say. I'm worried if I'm the Moose Johnsons of the world, if I'm the Solomon Wilcots of the world. If I'm the, I know everyone loves Charles Davis now. If I'm the Charles Davises of the world, that a quarterback can just snap his fingers and yeah. take my spot. Because Olsen is about to get bumped down. Mm-hmm. He's going to take out, who's the number two for Fox? Is it Moose? Ooh, who's the, that's oh, a good question. Man. Because Greg Olsen was asked about Tom Brady. Brady's going to take off the next season, upcoming season, and then go into the booth for 2024. Greg Olsen reaction i just really never let myself lose the battle and it was the same thing in tv like i have to compete against quarterbacks and hall of famers and all the guys that are coming for the job that i have tom brady i'm sure you all read those news articles last week (laughs) but my my answer every time was i have all the respect in the world for tom brady i mean who does it right like he's the greatest i get it i understand why they went after him but i'm not going to roll over and die i'm not going to roll right no, it's just, I'm willing to do what these guys aren't willing to do. And until they kick me out, I'm going to sit there and do it. I don't know. And uh, maybe he does come and take my job one day. I, I can live with that. He's got a clause in his deal 
that allows him if another one come another one job comes open. So maybe Herb Street's out at Amazon after next year, or Collinsworth decides he wants to go fix PFF. God willing. What a great clause! Who could have foreseen that? Did his agent know that Brady was going to go into broadcasting? What wonder, a great clause! I, I wonder if they're the same agent. Well, I mean, he did. Uh, uh, brought us and Tom Brady. Did. Yes. When he when he got that number one job, they would have known. Right, because it was uh, at the end of Brady had retired and had already come back, but they knew the job was waiting for this him. This is going to make Greg Olson an even bigger hero. Oh yeah, he's going to be the victim. We're going to hate Tom. We're going to compare Olson to Brady. It's got martyred. Is that a martyr? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be a total it, martyr. It's going to be uh, when Jay Leno came back and kicked Conan to the curb, and everybody became like countrywide Conan O'Brien fin- stands. Yes, financial loss, PR gain, which I'm sure he would probably prefer the. Financial gain, uh, but going from ten to three once Brady takes over. Um, so there it is, Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station. Thanks for joining us on a Tolo Tuesday franchise tag day in the NFL. The decisions that the Cowboys have to make will tell you when you're next going to see the Mavs and Stars again. And how's the Big Twelve looking for hoops? RJ has your answers in headlines after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t